Welcome to the Lessons for Living television program. My name is Bill Santos. Thank you so much for watching us. Now, if you've been watching us for a while, you know that you'll know my guest. Uh, joining us today on the Lessons for Living television program is Dr. David Sloan. Dr. Sloan, welcome. Great to be here. Actually, Bill. welcome back. Thank you. Great uh, to be here. You were on the program uh, before, and I have to tell you that the, those programs were some of the we had the, some of the best responses ever to the, uh, from the programs that you were on. So, so thank you for that. Well, it's gratifying. Uh, you know, uh, health is a huge topic today. Yes. There's a great deal of interest, and um, it's very rewarding. Very rewarding work that, uh, that I'm doing. I'm very blessed. Well, we're so thankful that you accept our invitation to come back. Now, for the benefit of those that may be meeting you for the very first time on the program, could you give us a, just a quick bio on who you are, what you do, where your clinics are. All right. Well, I'm a doctor of natural medicine, and uh, we have two clinics, one in Whitby and one in Simcoe, Ontario, which is south of Brantford. I've uh, been in uh, full-time practice for 35, 36 years, lost count, actually, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have been very blessed over the years to have been able to help many, many people by God's grace. And just before we get into it, just someone that may want to contact you, you have a website. What's your website? Yes, our, our website, new website actually, uh, sloannaturalhealthcenter.com. And uh, visit us there. Um, I think you'll have uh, a good time, lots of uh, good information and so on there as well. And I'll make sure we put a link on our website uh, to, to your website also. Thank you. So, Thank you. well, let's get into our topic because I, I, I want to maximize your expertise here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, as we were preparing, we, we, we decided we would talk a little bit about hormones and, uh, but maybe before and whether the, there's a, there's an imbalance in, in hormones, mm -hmm. but, you know, for the benefit of someone like me as a layperson, uh, I'm not even sure I understand exactly what a hormone is or what it does. And so maybe before we get into talking about whether they're balanced or not, what, what is a hormone or what, what, does it, what does it do? Well, hormones are just basically chemical messengers. They send uh, messages to the cells or deliver messages to the cells. Uh, they're produced primarily the endocrine glands of the body. And uh, they meet up with receptor sites in the cells. They direct the cells what to do. The cells actually do the heavy lifting. But think of the hormone as a manager and the cells the employee. The manager is directing the employee what to do. The cells are doing the uh, job that uh, they're supposed to do. Now, is it just me or does it appear to be that there's a lot more focus on hormones lately than there, there has ever been? Yeah, there has uh, in the last <clears throat> five to ten years, so I've been specializing in the, this area as part of my practice for roughly eight or nine years now. In the past five to ten years, the information and the knowledge mm -hmm. and the understanding of hormones has grown significantly. And uh, because of that, we're, we're understanding the, the connection between hormones and our many different symptoms that we suffer from, but even more than that, in connection with different diseases. Uh, for example, many breast cancers are the result of hormonal imbalances. Mm. Uh, many of the different things that uh, uh, men and women experience, you know, cysts and tumors and different things like that in the reproductive areas are hormonal imbalances. So there are many things that we 
didn't know about five to ten years ago that we know now and the um, the implications are, are dramatic because hormones have such a, a deep underlying effect on everything that we do and everything that we are. Um, I, again, I, I'm a layperson. You're the expert, but do does this hormonal problem, this imbalance, I would think it would tend to happen later in life. Is it is that when it would appear? I mean, both for men and women, maybe later in life. Yeah, I mean, primarily what we, uh, uh, you know, most people understand is that particularly, let's say, women who are coming out of the menstrual years into perimenopause and menopause, uh, this is when most, uh, you know, mm -hmm. of the most right. severe symptoms can just hit the wall. And, uh, but the actual truth is, is that you can have a hormonal imbalance um, from early on in life. Mm. So, for example... Uh, when you think of young girls who are starting into uh, puberty and menstrual periods, uh, having all kinds of symptoms, all kinds of what is termed premenstrual syndrome or PMS, and these symptoms are actually hormonal imbalance. Oh, interesting. So all the way through the menstrual years, with all these symptoms of bloating and you know, uh, fluid retention and backache and cramps and, you know, different other symptoms. These symptoms are simply mm. hormonal imbalance. So we, we, we take that right through, right up to uh, menopause. Uh, the hormonal imbalance issue can be found at any age in, in women. Um, men, we really don't... Uh, know as much about what's going on with men except mm. for the fact that we know now that there is such a thing as manopause or andropause and we know that uh, hormonal levels decline as uh, men age and we know that there are some implications there and there's definitely more of my uh, patients now are men more and more men are coming oh, in for help because they understand that hormones are definitely playing a part in their lack of, you know, vitality, stamina, and other problems. Interesting. We're going to get back to the to the men problem in just a second. But uh, is there something that maybe a, a, a woman that's watching uh, a symptom that would indicate to her that she may be experiencing a hormonal problem? Is there testing that can be done? Or yeah, good questions. Um, first of all, we talked about the premenstrual syndrome. So if a woman is suffering from premenstrual syndrome, then that is definitely hormonal imbalance. As we get into sort of that transition phase that's called perimenopause, so it's kind of between the menstrual and the menopausal years when periods stop, there is a, uh, a number of symptoms that are very common. Hot flashes, night sweats, uh, dryness, um, and so those symptoms are some of the more uh, prominent ones, but there are many others. Mm. Um, when we get into the emotional realm, we have uh, anxiety, we have depression. In fact, one of the things that we know now is that many women are misdiagnosed for depression when they actually have hormonal imbalance. Wow. And so when that occurs, there is a huge amount of antidepressants that are being yes. prescribed, but they are prescribed erroneously. So we have the emotional symptoms, we have insomnia, we have uh, brain fog, 
can't remember things very well, uh, can't think to put words together in sentences, uh, just that kind of cognitive uh, dissonance. Then there's <clears throat> the uh, aspects, uh, you know, the, the more physical things we talked about, the hot flashes, the night sweats. Mm -hmm. We also mm -hmm. have, as we mentioned, the dryness uh, uh, mm -hmm. in all different parts of the body. We also have uh, lack of enthusiasm, no initiative, uh, lack of uh, libido or sex drive, uh, thinning hair, the list goes on and on. There's all kinds of symptoms. Now those are pretty common symptoms. Would, are you saying, is this as widespread as it, I mean, it's, it, it seems like it, you're, it sounds to me like it's a pretty <laughs> widespread problem. Yes. Well, the thing is, is that we can have symptoms, but we cannot diagnose it until we have some testing done. Got it. And so there are two main ways to test for hormonal imbalance. One is blood tests, and the second one mm. is saliva tests. Now, I prefer, uh, particularly initially and every so often, to do saliva testing for hormonal levels because blood, even though it's good and it's, it's a benefit, uh, when you measure hormones in the blood, they're inactive. When you measure hormones from a saliva test, you're measuring those hormones as they are being uh, activated upon in the body and how oh, interesting. your hormonal levels are actually working in the tissues. So the saliva test uh, becomes the, the real roadmap that I use to determine hormonal balance. So or it's imbalance. like a snapshot of what's happening right now Absolutely. hormonally. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, why, would, why, do you th why are women more susceptible to hormonal problems? Well, I think it really boils down to several or more decades ago, women started to take more of an active role in the workplace. But still they needed and were required at home to look after the kids and the family and the home and so on. And I just think that the levels of stress uh, have increased so much mm. more for women. And stress plays a part on our, um, well, on everything. But uh, in our endocrine system, when we look at the glands involved, we have the adrenal glands, which are our stress glands, okay. amongst many other things, but they respond to stress on the front lines, and the hormone cortisol is produced, and cortisol creates a lot of changes in our hormonal balance. Um, it suppresses the production of progesterone, it suppresses testosterone, it can suppress estrogens, it can create uh, weight gain, and that's another symptom of hormonal imbalance. Um, and so the, um, the end result is that the transition through the menstrual years and into menopause becomes much more traumatic mm. because of the stress and the hormonal disruption and changes that, uh, that normally should take place smoothly but just don't. So if uh, a woman is watching right now and suspects or knows that she is hormonally imbalanced, is there a way to correct that or is there, like, what do you do? Well, certainly there are ways to correct that. Um, typically in the medical profession and up even, even today, uh, hormonal replacement therapy is offered or HRT. Um, what I do from my uh, side of things uh, is uh, we approach it from a natural standpoint. So we're looking at creating an optimal diet and lifestyle. 
and also using natural uh, plant substances, herbs, nutrients, and so on to help to get that body back into balance and to create this um, um, freedom of symptoms, just to smooth things out. I do find though, however, that many women uh, and men are needing, in addition to that, uh, bioidentical hormones. And uh, that'll be... Okay, uh, yeah, so what's a bioidentical hormone? <laughs> okay, so a bioidentical hormone, just think of the word human identical. Bioidentical hormones are exactly the same as what the human body produces in the amounts that are very similar to what the body produces as opposed to... A synthetic hormone? Uh, as opposed to a synthetic, which is a different format, okay? So it, 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 the cell in the receptor cells, in the, sorry, the receptors in the cells recognize the synthetic, but there's something just a little bit different about them and their chemical oh, makeup that uh, creates side effects. The bioidentical being that they're exactly the same as the human hmm. body makes, does not create side effects, but is accepted just exactly as our own hormones that we produce are accepted. And so when we look at the saliva test and the balance, we look at the areas where um, hormones are really depleted, hmm. and then we look at supplementing them with uh, the natural bioidentical hormone. And this might sound like a silly question, but where do you get bioidentical hormones from? Like, where do they come from? That's a very good question. <laughs> oh, they're, they're basically from plant sources. Oh, is that interesting? Soy, wild yam, different things like that will uh, allow th those uh, elements to be extracted and processed in a way that the body can accept it and uh, be utilized uh, perfectly wi with great safety, I might add. Fascinating. So um, once this imbalance is corrected or stabilized, is there an ongoing sort of maintenance that has to occur to, to, to keep it within that balance? Yes. Um, one thing that people may, and this is a misconception, may think that uh, hormones, you know, let's just say when you reach menopause, that hormones stop. Mm. Um, the actual truth is, is that we're hormonal beings from the day that we're born until the day that we die. Okay. It's just that they change right, and okay. the levels change and adjust. So what we're really trying to do is to get the hormones balanced for the age and stage of the individual. We're not trying to make a person a 20 year old or 30, much as maybe they might want to be. Right. This is not the fountain of youth, right? <laughs> no. But it is anti-aging to a great degree. It is anti-aging. Very much so. Because if your hormones are in balance, that creates such a, a, a wonderful environment for the rest of the body that you tend to age much more gracefully. Hmm. Um, you tend to uh, have a much more quality life. Hormones, I mean, we can't get into it with the time we have here, but they just have such a profound impact on every aspect of our being. And this is where it's become more and more important as we gain knowledge in this area. Now, um, so you are, this, you are uh, uh, very much in support of the bioidentical yes. versus the synthetic. And if someone is interested in learning more about that, they can contact you through the website. Absolutely, or, yes. or or through us, and we'll we'll get a um, a hold of it. Now let's. 
I've noticed just you know listening on I listen to Sirius radio in my car and um, a lot more advertising for testosterone mm -hmm. for men mm -hmm. I, I don't recall years ago hearing no and it's you know when you listen to those ads though it sounds like it's the it's the cure-all to everything what's mm -hmm. what's your opinion on on this imbalance in men well it's a really really good question um, this is definitely a phenomenon that's that's happening and it's becoming more and more recognized and whether or not it has been something that we've become more aware of in the last while it's hard to say but <clears throat> there is a phenomenon that is going on and that is the estrogenization of society and I don't know if you've heard of that before mm. but basically uh, because of and due to the huge amount of xenoestrogens those are chemical synthetic estrogenic compounds that are in our environment due to pollution industrial and agricultural uh, pollution um, we as a society are becoming estrogenized so we're we're in touch and in contact with so many of these different substances through our food and water and air that uh, we take this on our body accepts it as uh, I mentioned earlier you can take a synthetic estrogen your body your estrogen receptor sites will accept it right well, it's the same thing with this so we're all taking on more estrogens because we're exposed to them hmm. and so uh, as we gain extra or elevated uh, levels of estrogen that suppresses testosterone oh, and so we have an imbalance because we have too much estrogen not enough testosterone and then this creates all kinds of uh, symptoms in men and women of course so is the the most common therapy then will then just increase the testosterone levels we can't do that uh, just, uh, you know, carte blanche because it, it can create uh, more and more problems. Okay. Um, there is a process that's called aromatization, and what that means is, is that through a, an enzyme called aromatase, testosterone is converted into estrogen. So if we have aromatization going on in a male, then if we give testosterone, that testosterone oh, okay. will be converted into more estrogen. And it becomes even worse. And just be, compounds the problem. Now it can go the other way too, and without getting too complicated, just very quickly, testosterone can be converted to dihydrotestosterone, so it can go two ways, and neither way is good. So we want to maintain that testosterone. So we have to carefully work with our, our male patients to be sure that they um, can increase their testosterone by a uh, correcting adrenal gland uh, fatigue or exhaustion, um, proper lifestyle and exercise, um, proper diet. These are the things that you, you want to work with first. When we've exhausted all of those and we're still not getting the testosterone levels we need, then we can safely uh, use the testosterone, provided that in the testing the levels indicate mm. that the testosterone is low. Again, it might be a silly question, but is there a way to get for your body to get rid of the excess estrogen? Absolutely. Um, by and large, what we, uh, we recommend two things. First of all, uh, to lose weight or lose body fat because it's the fat that's creating the estrogen. The second thing is we can use um, herbal, uh, natural herbal products that mm. will help to uh, move estrogens out of the body safely. And at the same time, uh, certain exercises that will promote the production of testosterone in the body. 
very quickly those are um, exercises that uh, use the largest muscles of the body, so the legs and the chest and so on. So in your practice, you can, you, I mean, you can give a complete plan to someone to, yes. to, to help them with this. So that, you're not just you know, addressing, oh, here's a bioidentical hormone. It's a complete plan. It's a complete plan, a complete yes. plan lifestyle change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, many doctors have been prescribing testosterone to their patients, but they have no idea what they're doing. Right. And to me, this is just malpractice. Hmm. It's really not good and it's not safe and uh, needs to be done properly. Remember, these hormones are steroid hormones. They're very, very powerful and you don't want to mess with them unless you have good reason to. Yeah, you know, sadly as a society, we want a quick fix, right? Yeah. I mean, we'd like a pill just to, just to resolve that. But I mean, I think once again, you're reminding us that uh, lifestyle change, and that we can have that health, but it, you know, it, it does take a little bit of work, it takes a little bit of motivation, right? I mean, it's just not gonna come from, it's not gonna be a simple solution. Never usually is, um, and you're right, people are looking for the simple solution. Um, I try to explain to people that, uh, you know, health is earned, you, you work, it's like anything else, you wanna do well at something, you need to put some effort into it. Um, some of the things that we do really make dramatic changes very dramatic. For example, I'll, I'll have a patient on progesterone and, and they'll come back within a, a few weeks and just say, you know, I, I just can't believe how much wow. better I feel. Um, but what we need to do is to fill in the important things that go along with that, say that's part of your makeup, but we have to make sure that we address these other things because we want you to stay that way right. and we want you to remain healthy and enjoy that quality of life. So uh, for a viewer, a man or a woman that's watching right now and, you know, suspects that they may be in this situation with mm -hmm. this hormonal imbalance, what next steps would you suggest to them? What should they be thinking about, maybe even doing yes, right now? Yeah, I, I would say, um, first of all, go on my website, sloannaturalhealthcenter.com. I have a quiz on there for men and women. Oh, okay. And if they just simply do that quiz, that will direct them, guide them to the next step, which would be to find someone who works along the lines that I do uh, to uh, help them, first of all, get tested, and then make the recommendations necessary to uh, help them get back on track. How widespread do you suspect this problem is? Well, judging by my practice and, and uh, what, uh, what I'm seeing, um, I would say it's uh, becoming more and more widespread uh, simply because stress levels have not changed. In fact, I think they're getting Converse. worse. Uh, the um, environment and the estrogens in the environment are uh, significant and becoming more so. It's becoming more of an issue all the time. Um, I think that uh, because of the fact that there are so many different uh, things that are going on that it, it, it is something that definitely should not be ignored and uh, quality of life, uh, enjoying life uh, through the menopausal years is something that uh, can be done without suffering uh, through all those years and I might add through the menstrual years as well. 
so many different hormonal imbalances. Another one's infertility. There's another one. I didn't even bring that one wow. up. Wow. But there's just so many. Uh, well, they'll have to. We can talk about that on a. On a we're going to have to have you back because uh, this is a fascinating problem uh, topic and, I, and a very widespread problem. And thank you for what you've been doing to help alleviate uh, so much suffering. Uh, we've come to the end of the program, and as no, as we normally do, we'd like to end with a word of prayer. Yes. Our gracious God, loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for for people like Dr. Sloan that you have given this this knowledge and this wisdom and this uh, this desire to, to, to minister to so many people that are suffering. Father, I think of those viewers that are watching us right now, a man, a woman, a child that is just going through a difficulties physically, emotionally. Father, just bring comfort and healing into their lives. Give them the direction, the steps to follow. Because we know that your desire for us is that we live life and we live it more abundantly. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, just touch them and speak to them and draw close to them right now. Mm -hmm. Bless each and every viewer, I pray in Jesus' name. On every program, we'd like to provide you with resources to help you better understand the topic of each program, and we want to do the same thing today. Uh, my guest, Dr. Sloan, made reference to your website that has a lot of information on this topic of hormone and hormonal imbalance, just imbalance. Just remind us again of the website, if okay. you would, Dr. Sloan. Just go to Sloan Natural Health Center, C-E-N-T-E-R, SloanNaturalHealthCenter.com. Okay, and we're going to add a link on our website, our L4LTV.com website. But we would also like to offer you a special edition of the Signs of the Time magazine that's entitled Eight Secrets to Better Health. We want to send that to you as a gift from Lessons for Living Television. If you would like to receive this magazine, here is the information you need. To receive today's free offer, you can log on to the Lessons for Living Television website www.l4ltv.com That's the Lessons for Living Television website www.l4ltv.com You can also write us at Post Office Box 27030 Simcoe Conlon Post Office Oshawa, Ontario L1G 0A3 And we would be happy to send the offer out to you. If you live in Canada, this offer will be sent out to you free and postage paid for viewers living outside of Canada, shipping charges will apply. If you wish, you can order this offer by calling our 1-800 number at 1-800-972-0337. 1-800-972-0337. Well, we've come to the end of another Lessons for Living television program. Let me thank you for, for joining us. Let me thank my special guest, Dr. Sloan. Thank you for being with us and uh, for providing such valuable information. It's been great to be here, Bill. Well, thank you. We're gonna have you back real soon again. I wanna remind you of the Lessons for Living Television website, l4ltv.com. On the website, we'll have a link there if you need to get in contact with Dr. Sloan. Uh, we also have all of our previous programs. You can look up the programs we've done in the past with Dr. Sloan. They've been very popular, wonderful information, those programs. You can find out where I'll be appearing live and you can make a donation to the ministry online by credit card or by interact debit. 
You can also visit our missionnowcanada.com website, which is our overseas mission work, if you'd like to join us on an upcoming uh, mission trip overseas. They're telling me I'm all out of time, so we have to go. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Hope to be back with you again real soon.